Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Blake and I's new podcast, Your Favorite Love... Shucks, I almost had it. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the first episode of Love, Lust, and In Between, your soon-to-be favorite relationship podcast with myself. And me, by the way, guys. And my beautiful husband. Beautiful is like, it's a very rash word. Handsome. Handsome? Sexy. It's really open to opinion. Truth. Yes. You have to be into the pirate look. If you. <laughs> <laughs> so this first episode is a little bit off the wall. We're just shooting the shiz, as the Aussies like to call it. And um, Welcome to our dysfunctional, functional relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's just real life conversations with he and I and getting... T- so rescue as you guys me, can tell, rescue stay... Me, stay rescue <laughs> me. <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm just going to cut it. Just enjoy. It's going to be a wild all over the shit show. But you enjoy it. Don't say that. I'm going to say that. It's going to be a beautiful podcast. Cool. Cut to the actual podcast. Oh, how's it going? Is that it? No, stop. Stop (laughs) it. That is the one voice you're not allowed to do. So anyone who's listening to this right now wondering what the heck is going on, uh, I have his voice. Uh, Obviously, in any relationship, you're going to end up having some sort of frustration (laughs) within the relationship. My one that's my trigger that if I ever want to make myself laugh and Stacey just... Not. Like, baby, baby. Oh, come over here, baby. I just gave you boundaries. Like, please respect <laughs> them. I can't be teaching boundaries and then you be bringing this. Boundaries are meant to be broken and then no, respected. Th- don't you dare. Don't you dare say oh, that. Guys, I'm already in trouble. Isn't that that is not what a relationship podcast is about. It's about honesty and reality. And sometimes <laughs> there's, no, there's no such thing as a perfect relationship. No, 100%. So that is not, okay, guys. Like that everybody is thinks this ours is, is perfect about. and it's yeah. definitely not. What you go off on Instagram and everything is just, that's the problem with Instagram though. We only show people in the best light. Like how many times have you seen, I can tell if someone's in a bad place with their relationship based on how much they show of the relationship. You mean like they'll show more of it? It depends, like a certain type of people. Okay, I was going to say, because I show ours when I'm really we're happy. We're really bad. No, <laughs> uh, there's, there are some people where you know they're, they're going through a bad time because they'll start posting about it. And I mean more of they'll disappear mm-hmm. and you know it's because they're arguing. Then, yeah. then it starts getting good again and it's like, I just love my boyfriend so much. I just love him so much. It's like... <laughs> You just found out he cheated on you, all right? Stop trying to oh pretend like... Oh, my gosh. Why did you have to take that so far? <laughs> you tell me I go so far. You are just the same. You go to same. death, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then what did we witness the other day? I'm not the only one. I haven't spoken to him in like that, five days, so I think he's dead. <laughs> like, it's so funny. This, to be fair, that was a guy who was 78 and actually close to death. <laughs> Whereas you're like, Car- oh, that healthy 22-year-old. <laughs> haven't heard from her for six hours. You might ha- be dead. Have you heard about Corona? Whoa, okay, too whoa, soon for Corona jokes. Whoa. Okay, I'm triggered. 
I'm triggered. Stop making fun of all the things. Like, <laughs> stop it. What? Blake hates the word triggered. Like, if you want him to roll his <laughs> eyes, put something about a trigger, and he's just like, oh, he can't handle it. I'm triggered. So for any of you that wonder, like, how I deal with him and not being, <laughs> him not being <laughs> Great in Great wording. Great wording. How do you deal with Blake? <laughs> well, I mean, people wonder if you're very spiritual or not. I mean, have they seen Jasper? Look, that was your most spiritual moment for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the only reason you like this tattoo. Every other tattoo you hate. I don't hate them. I think that... Um, You're like, I don't want any more tattoos. Then I have like a spiritual thing and I'm like, I want to get this tattoo on my body. I love it. It's my favorite tattoo, Blake. But, <laughs> but I loved it because it's that fine, like tiny little ink. And I think there's... Ink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, what is that I accent? can't handle yeah, just accent Tourette's. <laughs> no, but I, I love a tiny ink. No, but do you know what's really funny is I'm watching you and you you start mouthing trying to guess what I'm going to say. Like I watch you. I'm lip. sorry. I'm engaged in our conversation. <laughs> your lips are moving trying to figure out what I'm going to say. Like what is coming out of this woman's mouth? <laughs> I do wonder that sometimes. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Oh my goodness. So yeah. So back to the thing. Yeah. You can tell with some relationship on Instagram. The I, I, I don't know, some of them you can tell the – some people generally want to show it but also sometimes I feel – I don't know, because late, lately I've been showing less and less and less. But you've also like not – Also my focus has been – Exactly. Shifting. Whereas you used to really want to do YouTube and you wanted a YouTube girlfriend and like all of these things and you wanted to keep going out on adventures. Like our mm. adventure days aren't even with people anymore. Like it's just you and I and I think – that that wouldn't have happened if your mindset set didn't change. I, it's more, I think the more it's the focus changed. So yeah. originally I, like I enjoy creating mm-hmm. and when I was watching uh, even Logan Paul's editor's how-to videos, it makes me like I want to create and there's always this part in me that like, you know, with other, these other businesses where I'm setting up, there's still that part where I'm like when I make X amount of money, so I can then hire an editor. I want to go back to it because at the moment it's just time. Wait, I can't so you, allocate eighteen hours a week to edit three videos. Oh, getting back to YouTube. I thought you meant getting back to editing, and I was like, well, then why would you hire an editor? I don't know. It's okay, a, it's the editing. I like the creating of it. I just don't like the time-consuming part of the editing. Yeah, because everybody um, loves when you edit. I find because you're really good at timing. Yeah, but I can find someone who's better. True. You know and. Has literally dedicated their entire life to it. Yeah, so it's just been focus, like reshifting of pushing, like reshifting my focus. Yeah. And what I want to do now is build a business, and therefore I'm not sharing on Instagram. I'm also trying to limit my time on Instagram. Yeah, you've been really good about that, actually. Yeah. He used to, he was never like me where I'll get in an eight hour scroll hole and then at the end of the day, That's look, a day, guys, by look, the way. look back That's a and day. <laughs> like Instagram's a full time job, half day, half the time for well, me. Well, we worked out the hours for you. Oh my gosh. And your hours sickening. were sick. Across a month, it was like you worked the equivalent of one, one and a quarter weeks of yeah. the month was on Instagram of the equivalent work week. Yeah. 50 hours in a month. Yeah. That's not healthy. I get so into photos. <laughs> like I love looking at people's photos. And I f- it feels like you justify it a little bit like, oh, I'm doing work, Blake. And I'm like, 
it now that now I know the difference. Now I know the difference of okay, this is actually me working. This is me making posts. This is me like actually putting content out that could potentially help someone. Versus, oh, that's a really pretty dress, and those are cute shoes, and oh, that's a nice vegan bag. very different yeah it's very different it's very different (laughs) so i'm trying to at least set boundaries now a little bit and it happens like it's 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 gonna happen i mean i get in the scroll holes of skateboarding on my instagram yeah you do oh man it's just a natural sport it's just so ridiculous like this is now his new life dream is to teach our children how to skateboard he follows this um page called what is it skate prodigies yeah and um there's like this one-year-old Riding. Hey, you were impressed by that. No, it was really cool. Honestly, his posture, I could I think I could skateboard in that posture. <laughs> he was like, um, for any of you that do yoga, he was in kind of like a little malasana, a little yogi squat. And I was like, I could jive That's with this. That's what molasses then. <laughs> Why? Every yoga pose, he can't ever hear me say Sanskrit and not make fun of it. Uh, you gotta remember I am someone from outside. So it's like when you hear a different language. It's like, you know, shopping mall. Aha! Shopping mall. That's what he said. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's just how it is. Like, you know, it, Sanskrit is a different language for me. So I hear like Shavasana and I'm like, oh, shiitake. Like... It's not me being disrespectful. It's just that's where my brain goes. And then what's the other one? You're like maraca chakra. Oh, yeah, yeah, maraca. Chiraca. Oh, jeez. Chakras. Yeah. Chakras, babe. Come on. <laughs> chakras. <laughs> you say it the, the, average, the average person way. It's actually chakras. Mm. What? Chakras. Chaku? Stop it. Okay. Don't do this to me. Well, it just shows you that you can <laughs> actually be in a relationship and not be into the same things. You can. I do think that you should try to at least somewhat enjoy the other person's things if they want you to. Like my, one of my life dreams in this relationship (laughs) with Blake is to go to a yoga festival and, um, or Tantra festival, like anything that is completely my world, I would love to just take him into it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's just so not about it, but I would. It's not that I'm not, I'm so not about it. I did ecstatic dance. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Oh my gosh, that was one of the best moments of our entire relationship, I think. Yeah, but you shut your bricks. As soon as I went to I dance did. with you, you're like, I, I and I'm did. like, cool, this chick isn't into me. So I'll the, just move on to something else. <laughs> it was so funny because... This was before we're dating, was, by the way. This is not one we're dating, okay? <laughs> that was what? I think it was... It was fifth day, day of Bali. Yeah, so day five of us you meeting. You were trying to hook me up with a girl I there. know, but like I always had had this vision of I wanted someone who liked me so much that there's no way they could look at someone else. I thought that the way that I could do that. By trying to make him (laughs) hook up with someone else. That is the horrible, horrible strategy. It was terrible. Don't try and test someone that far. But if you were wondering, he passed. Did I? Yeah. You were like, she's a hot basket. (laughs) That's not. You you were like, she's so hot. I am going to throw myself under the bus right now. (laughs) It wasn't that I passed. It was the too hot basket. She didn't speak English. And he was like, ah, it's not going to go past stage one. So. Um, Yeah. It was more just like, I can't be bothered trying to meet up with her. It's just too much effort. So, <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel like that's just throwing me under the bus right now, but no, it's, it's a blatant honesty, you know, like that's how history went. Okay. He passed by girl not speaking English. Thank you to the woman in Bali who didn't speak English. What, Where was she from? Um, Latvia. No, something like that. 
It was some really yeah. small place like Latvia. Yeah. Mm. And she definitely had like the really ethnic, super pretty look. But I think I saw her at one point and I was like, oh, okay, he's got good taste. <laughs> That's what you got away <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah. She's like this <laughs> tiny little girl. And I'm like, oh, okay. He likes, he likes the spinners. That's okay. I got it. Mm. And then, um, but I think that was the first time, like even nowadays, if people find out that you went to ecstatic dance, they're kind of like, what? Why? What? Blake would go to ecstatic dance? Mm. And it was just really cool. And I don't know. I feel like that was the one time I got to see you kind of open up into my world. Maybe it got me a little excited too soon. Mm. <laughs> but I've always been that honest about it. Like there's elements of spirituality in me. Yeah. But, you know, there's also elements of Western culture that are also very well ingrained into me. Yeah. I don't think you have to be all or none. You know, I think, and especially in today where it's like either you're 100% with me or 100% get against me mentality. Yeah. I agree. I with meditate. That. I do all that sort of stuff. I meditate more than you. I know you do. A now, lot more nowadays, than you. he does. I used to be the like 4 a.m. crew <laughs> and I was on it. And then literally, I went to Bali. And um, for those of you that haven't been following along that long, I got dinghy fever. Because I was meditating, and from that moment on. <laughs> but that, that was okay. That was that was an example of the stupidity part of spirituality. Yeah, it was. Where it's oh, I can feel a mosquito biting me. I'm just gonna go through the pain. No, kill that thing. I was literally like sucking your blood. <laughs> it was so bad, you guys. Literally, I I could feel just this burning, biting sensation, Stop and I'm just it. like take me back to Vipassana. This isn't real. This, oh, it I'm was not real. feeling it. And it very much so was. It was real. And I feel like that was God kind of waking <laughs> me up and being like, yo, you don't need to be stupid to there's be... spirituality and there's stupidity. Yeah, where you can take it too far. And I've yes. definitely like... I've more or less been kind of normal with it and been in that middle, middle ground. But I've had a couple moments <laughs> where I look back and I'm like, oh gosh, that, that wasn't great. But that's why you needed someone who wasn't spiritual to maybe pull you out of the BS part of it. Yeah, I do think about that. I think that if I would have ended up with whom I thought I was going to end up with. Oh, that, and Blake, that make... Blake knows all about it. I don't know though, actually. He was <laughs> kind of grounded, but still in the spiritual world. Um, but if I would have ended up with a super spiritual dude, I can't even imagine but I think the real spiritual dudes, I can't even be around. Because they're so spiritual, they've spun off this earth. Yeah, yeah. They're literally. Astro- I feel like I'm going like, to offend so many spiritual people. No, right but now. it's it's astral projecting instead of living on earth. Like your yeah. soul wanted to come be on earth for a reason. Why not honor that? Yeah, but also it's like it's like that full circle thing where you know spirituality and all that sort of stuff is meant to be the removal of ego. Yeah. And instead, they end up developing this super spiritual ego where if you're not there, like, you just don't get it, man. Yeah, this purity. I call it a purity mindset. And that is, um, that's why with my celibacy journey, it kind of was one of the things that I don't recommend, um, at least for doing it the the four years that I did it was, it was, by four years, you get kind of on this high horse of, okay. Oh, you were on that (laughs) horse when I met you. I know. Sheesh. I don't know if you could see me from how high it was. (laughs) I did make myself um, right before that, after the third year of literally never going on a date or anything, 
on the fourth year, I was like, okay, I should probably like at least go on some dates, mm. even though I knew that they wouldn't work out long term um, because of underlying morals and values. But I was like, okay, I just need to go out with some normal dudes and <laughs> just see where this is at. Do you think that that spiritual high horse is a defense mechanism or a detachment bec- like from everything else to not have to deal with? Certain realities? Yeah, 100%. Because um, I will be the first one to tell you, being single is way easier than being in a relationship. Like, this is the hardest shiz I've ever had to do in my entire life. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got a really good partner to do it with. So I can't imagine the women who um, don't know what they want and they're kind of in this space of uh, figuring that out. And dating guys that are just total, I mean, for lack of a better word, losers. Like they, I just can't, it's no wonder that so many of the women in the spiritual community want to stay single. I'm having struggles here. No, yeah. Microphone difficulties. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's why I just rest on my knees. But that's a, that's the thing where I, I mean, and it's not just spiritual people. Like, I mean, it's not me attacking spiritual people because people in the Western it's, world, everyone does it. It's just I think that every – because we're on the topic of spirituality, yeah. people in spiritual realm need to realize that half the time they're doing the exact same shit as people that are not in it. Yeah. You know, and that's, this, this goes across everything. Like it's a politi- on political landscapes as well. Like the left accused the right of the same-ish sort of shit. And then vice versa, like the right to the left, like, and then again, spiritual, like, you know, um, spiritual sort of attack the Western culture going, oh, you guys are just drones and, you know, you're not connecting with the earth. But then non-spiritual attack, spiritual saying, oh, you guys are just detached from everything and you're not attached to anything. Like, yeah, there, there needs to be a happy medium. There's no right answer. Yeah, I think You're right, babe? I, my leg's falling asleep. Oh, <laughs> is that because is that because of what I said? Uh, my my legs are great right now. Listen, <laughs> I I need to do more yoga again. Apparently, it's also because you're sitting on a hard floor. Well, or hard I am, but my left hip always. I don't know. A pillow would have been a great idea. No, it's not that the cushiness doesn't bother me, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but going back to that. The I think that's the thing is people have this really kind of degraded, uh, like in the spiritual world, you kind of get this degraded mindset of people in the business world. But then when you get to, like, say the the women um, that are really spiritual, because that's that's obviously who I work with is the women who are in this really spiritual realm. And they've just come down to earth enough to realize that, okay, I could actually use help and guidance in a relationship. Um, but the ones that are still kind of hovering in that, I can do this all by myself, like I've got life and I'm living in like the 10th dimension. They're no different. Than what is that dimension stuff? <sighs> so basically I it's heard, like... Par- I heard our friend say that, like, I'm in like in the fifth dimension. I'm like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially it's meaning like there's different... Mm-hmm. Um, like I call it parallel universes and they're all happening simultaneously at the same time. And you're not just here. You're also in like blank dimensions. Like it depends on how many dimensions. Dimension theory. Yeah. And, um, and so they're feeling like they're living there, but then their body is here 
And it just, do you see what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, if you're born onto planet Earth, welcome to planet Earth. Maybe you should take a step back and find someone who is connected to Earth. And, um, but the the business part, like, the take a spiritual woman and then a super business-driven guy. Well, I've talked to both, and it's funny because they both want the exact same thing but would never look at each other. Mm. They want to be able to kind of live their own life but have someone to come home to or someone that can afford to travel with them and take time off. Well, what do those high-end business dudes do? Take time off to travel or whatever. And and it's, like, really funny. Um, and, yeah, you have the ethics, and those might not align. Um, but past that, it's like we all kind of have a mirror of wanting the same thing, but we're only willing to look within this really tiny field to find it. Is it also like a selfishness of I think people don't know how to deal with not getting their own way? 100%. Like that is I think one of – there's two reasons that spiritual women are really afraid to date. The first one is afraid afraid of losing themselves because, like, as women, you know, we do all this work, this shadow work, this healing, and you finally get to a place where you love yourself, and the last thing you want to do is maybe have to give that up. Like, that a guy will make you feel crap about yourself, and then all of a sudden your empowerment and your love for yourself goes away. That's but your really love for yourself only goes away if they're pulling it away from you. So that's the thing. But how do you, you know, if you told me I was ugly every day, I have to leave. To be fair, but I if, wouldn't date you if I thought you was ugly. Well. Was. <laughs> if I thought you was ugly. If I thought you was ugly. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah. But again, like, yeah, okay, okay, keep going. I don't know where I was going with that. You made me lose. <laughs> I lost it. I interrupted. I'm bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> let's see. But. Losing yourself. Yeah. And I guess that's the thing is it's up to you whether you're willing to lose yourself because the reality is no one can can take that away from you. No one can take that love from you. But I get that once you get in a relationship and you fall in love with someone, it's a lot harder to leave. And I think that's a lot of the fear is I'm so in love with myself. I'm so empowered, but yet I'm not willing to walk away when it's not good or the opposite of that is no one's good enough for me and if he makes one wrong move, I'm walking out the door. Yeah. And that's probably more of like where I was coming from and I will tell you, I still to this day, and you know this, there are days <laughs> where Blake will say something and I am just like, what the <laughs> what, crap? What do I, I say, Stace? <laughs> what do I say? I am flying back on a one-way flight to America, like see you later, bye. <laughs> what do I say, Stace? Let's, let's explore what I say. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, do, what, which one are you thinking of? Cause he obviously wants to go somewhere with this. <laughs> Where do you want to go? You're the, you're the, uh, po the, the host. Let's just keep going. <laughs> do you want to talk about my cleaning habits? Is that, is, <laughs> do I ever? Is that the one that do you want to talk ever? about? Yeah. And, uh. Cleaning habits? I mean, if you had cleaning habits, habits I'd be happy. <laughs> Little tornado making habits. <laughs> I'm a really, like, I, you know, maybe my earth sign Hurricane is wind Stacey. because I just brew it all up and spew it everywhere. It's 15-second jobs, okay? Yeah. Not even that. I'm asking for three-second jobs. Yeah, well. Yeah. 
We don't have to go into it. We can go into it another day because I'm sure I'll, it'll come up again. I'm sure it will. Like, have you looked around? <laughs> oh, I looked. I walked in this morning and I would, no, not this morning. Yes, it was this morning. You good, bro? You good? Sniff away. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I walked in this morning and I just saw everything. I was looking for one of my things. Like, I was like, Swimming okay. drunks. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, surely something here, I've contributed to this problem. And like, I'm talking. Oh, my. It looked like there was four toddlers that had gone through this place. <laughs> and I was looking around trying to find one thing. I think I found one. <laughs> I was like, that's my my downfall, if anybody wonders. But what gets to me is when you end up finding that one thing and you go, hey, yeah. It's not just me, Blake. I'm like, okay, you're, you're 99% <laughs> of this problem. Do not blame me for equal value at the 1%. You're and half the time, <laughs> half the time, I've got one piece of clothing amongst your pile of clothing because I didn't know it was in there. Facts. And then but, you blame me for it. I will say, I found a shirt of yours hung on. Oh, sorry. Shirt. <laughs> sure. Oh, should we just turn around the cameras and show this no, place? No, Yeah. Please don't. I literally, no, it's it is so like bad. playing Minecraft walking through this place sometimes. It is. I used to have a cleaning day. I need some ropes on the roof so, so I can hang off the yeah. roof and just climb over so everything. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's my pet peeve for sure. And so if you guys want to go into the the trauma of that and kind of the um uh not really trauma, what am I wanting to say here? The mm, what is that called? This is when I wish you were spiritual. Could you get to help me out? It is it's it's um it's Maracas. It's when you relive things from your childhood. Trauma. Right. Flashbacks? But, PTSD. But when people say that they have a, a trauma bonding. A trauma bonding. Okay, so. Oh, that's not flashing back. That's a connection with someone else. What do you mean? Trauma bonding is usually like, ah, oh, you suffer from like your parents bashing you. I also had that. And then you bond over the trauma. That's trauma bonding to my understanding. Okay, so maybe that's one form, but I've also been under the understanding, and, and maybe if if I'm incorrect, someone can let me know that that's actually not it. But I'm under the understanding that also there's this huge thing of saying that couples are trauma bonding, and it's that you bring up daddy issues and mommy issues from the person's past. Yes. We need to change the cameras, guys. And we're back. Okay. Oh, my knee. So do you oh want to? Hold on. i got to readjust this. <sighs> He's such oh. a drama king. I'm kidding. Don't stop. He has a fractured <laughs> tailbone. I'm telling myself stop. Yeah, I'm so glad you called. Just okay. You know what? Let's explore this. Let's yeah. explore this. Okay. So we're leaving trauma bonding for we're another gonna, day. We're gonna, this is trauma bonding because there's <laughs> no. accu false accusations. Stop. Okay. Put a pin in it. We'll come back to trauma bonding because I need to address this right now. So, uh, I've just recently gotten back into skateboarding, and like, look, my pain tolerance is super, super high. I so I, he says. You can guys can be the, the judge of this one. So I've been skateboarding. I've rolled both my ankles twice in the last few weeks. Tell torn, him, baby, tell him. Torn my ankles. Do I stop? <laughs> no. I start doing rehab. I, re I wrap both my feet up. I'm still jumping downstairs, flipping a piece of wood underneath my feet, <laughs> rolling them further <laughs> but still pushing through. Fractured my wrist right through here. Have an injured finger from boxing and it's like literally I'm talking super, super painful. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, I'll call what's up, baby? Do you want to restart that timer? Oh, yeah. Reset. Start. Okay. So I've done that. I've got all those things. Uh, the other day, I fell straight onto cement. 
on my tailbone. And I thought, it's a normal fall. Didn't feel anything abnormal. But then I got up and I was like, ah, my ass. Like I screamed it. Oh. Like, not screaming. In front of in all those children, that's terrible. I don't want our kids to swear. They're getting into skateboarding. Boys can swear, but not the girls. <laughs> so I fell on once and I, like, it hurt. I, I knew I'd done something, but I was like, all right, whatever. Skated for another hour. 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 Welcome to Aussie Lingo 101. <laughs> and I was then skating and I hit a handrail. So that's what I mean by sliding down a rail on my board. <laughs> and <You> got railed. <laughs> clipped a heel. <laughs> And landed straight back onto my tailbone again. This time, it wasn't just a, a casual fall. It was like sack of shit just <laughs> into the floor. Stop swearing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm joking. He's allowed to swear, but I don't swear. Yeah, don't swear. Um, <laughs> and then that that was where I knew like, all right, I've done – I've heard it a fair bit. All right, so let's just get up, walk it out a little bit. Even just like walking was painful. So I tried to skate for another 20 minutes, no to go. Called it a quits. Let's go. Let's go get some food. And I get into the car. We drive to get food. You notice that there's fur <laughs> and she like suicide. So you and our friend Andrew gets out of the car, start running down. That's when like all the blood from the bruising had settled oh, into gosh. my tailbone area. And I am walking. You're limping, let's be honest. I wasn't even limping. I was stiff. Like so Gimping. my body is stiff and I'm walking like this, breathing, breathing <laughs> through the pain because uh-huh. it's in my chest. Like it is that painful and any slight movement was like a lightning through my actual body. I'm trying to go upstairs as well. So using the muscles around the tailbone to try and walk upstairs. Stacy, who's like 50 meters away, which is 150 feet for y'all Americans. Is like looking at me going, hurry up, hurry up. She can't see in my face. I'm there going. No, I was just thinking like you look like such an old man. Hurry up. Yes. So I'm trying to like walk through this pain where I am. At this point, I I knew I'd fractured my tailbone. Yeah. Like there's no way like that I could not sustain this pain. Like I can take a bruise easy. So. He does take a nice beating. (laughs) So then we get to Jokes. we get to my house, or our house, and we're at three <laughs> flights of stairs up. So I've now got to, again, walk on this fractured tailbone that had just been fractured an hour and a half ago, upstairs, trying to breathe through the pain. Stacy turns around, looks at me and goes, I have never been more unattracted to you in my life. <laughs> I can't help it. Can you, I can't can, help you, it. can you guys believe that? So I don't want to see a weak I, man. I don't want to see you, a weak man. I gave you death eyes. Crying is one thing. Like when you cried with Jasper, that. When did I cry with Jasper? You said you were pouring tears. No, I said I was had a little bit of a tear. <laughs> I thought you were pouring tears. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. But anyway, if you if I'm crying from pain. Like, again, I jumped off a one-story building, rolled my ankle. My ankle was this fat and I still didn't cry. I laughed when I was going to the hospital. So when you looked at me and was like, and we were like. (laughs) He's so offended. How would you feel if you fractured a bone and then I went to you, 
You're such a little bitch. <laughs> you would, you would do that. Would do that. <laughs> Let's be honest, you would. I keep telling him. To be fair, I'm, I'm getting semi-immune to some of your tears. A little bit. But I, I cry for every emotion, though. I know. And that's just who I am. I want a chocolate bar. <laughs> I feel so happy. Those are the moments where I look at you like, are you serious? It's all the things. I just, I love to cry. So that's me. You cry over not Wait, getting a chocolate share, bar. share, share. You, you cry over not getting a chocolate bar. I fracture my tailbone and I'm a pussy? <laughs> Yes. Yes, sir, you are. Why well, can't I get that? <laughs> but I, I kind of wonder, like, now that we're sitting here talking about this. Between, bonding. Be- between headphones. <laughs> no, if, if maybe that was a little bit of, um, uh, what do you call it? When you can, hindsight karma. Because I keep telling Blake, you can't be pregnant in this house. Trying to get up three flights of stairs is not going to happen. And he's like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And maybe him trying to waddle upstairs with a fractured tailbone was a little bit of a lesson. I would also help you, though. There was no help. What are you going to do? Carry no me? Like, Have you seen how strong I am? You are very strong, but... <laughs> Why are your toes tickling my back? <laughs> it feels so weird. Oh, I didn't know that they were. <laughs> am I wiggling my toes? I like hand feet. Hand toes. Yeah, he's weird. I can grab all the things. All the things. Oh, that sounded gross. Why? Dirty. All the things? Lust. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> anyway, so. Is this yeah. love? Is this lust? Or is this something in between? <laughs> Gross. So let's go back to this trauma bonding, babe. Trauma bonding. Seeing as now I've trauma bonded with you. No, that's not a trauma bonding. Like we do not have the same parental issues growing up. But I was under the understanding that there are times that, um, so I think for every girl, you know, you grow up with your dad, and, and I, I do now see that my dad was a very masculine man. Like, he's very much so in his masculine, and props to him for staying in that. He was you also, got a horse out of it. You had a pony as a kid. So he's also very compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, also like, so my dad's kind of where yeah, I learned tears. Don't cry about it on my, your top of your pony, okay? my, my dad is also kind of where I learned tears work. And, um, you manipulate. And, and, baby, and baby voices, whereas Blake hates I baby voices. I hate it. Hates it. Like, baby voice. Oh, my gosh. Look, the reason baby. being is because a, ba- no, a baby voice <laughs> comes across as dumb. Yeah, according to like mainstream media, yes. But I'm telling, I, Baby, I finally. If I talk to you like this, would you find it really fun? Do you find it really fun? It's so gross. You exactly. sound like South Park. I sound but, like Michael Jackson. But you're, <laughs> no, you, Come here, little child. <laughs> Stop. Don't make those kind of jokes on here. It's my, oh, okay. Can I? <laughs> no. Oh, man. He can. I told him this was his one deal. He this said, is how I am. I, I don't, I think that any joke is. Needs to be said. It needs to be said. Oh, jeez. And how you feel like if if people call me an asshole, it's my job to like take it on board. Yeah. And did I say something offensive? Yes, no, should I act differently? Or is that, you know what I mean? Like so Yeah. The thing is is that you don't really I don't feel like you have a bad heart when you say offending things. And I think that that's kind of a difference as well. Is yeah, like the you're genuinely making a joke. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of my dad, actually. So Blake does do with the trauma bonding stuff. Blake does have a lot of qualities that my dad has. Um, and one of them is that, you know, my dad and, and Blake both will, like, poke fun or, or make jokes. But at the end of the day, if that person was hurting, they would be the first ones to, like, go and rescue them. And that, I, That's I, how everyone should be, though. Like, yeah. Again, wor- words actually have no weight on that. 
Words only have the weight <laughs> that you put on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the uh, word fuck, at the end of the day, it doesn't Jean mean Christmas. Anything. Well, look, we're Babe, talking about words. you can't say that in my ears like that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just penetrating my Stop. ears. Stop. <laughs> But Jeez. that word only means like you literally just went balls deep. Balls deep. <laughs> but again, like I okay, I can go say to somebody who doesn't speak English, <laughs> flower, and they're like, huh? Yeah. Even a word that like no word means anything unless the intention behind it as well has weight. Flower. Well, for example, as well, like you know, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you, dude. Versus I'm going to boo the crap. Like there's a little bit different. Like there's a little bit more intention <laughs> behind the second yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's more power as well. Like the more you get offended by things, you're giving that person power. Literally. <laughs> if you get offended. I was, I was somewhere else. <laughs> are you even listening to me? I, I was. And then all of a sudden I was like, I gave him the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him the mic. But that's the other thing. No, okay. No, I, honestly, important if you guys want to know what we really talk about, this is it. Like, Literally. We are so open with these hard, like, things that um, yes, a lot of... Back yeah, to the point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to tell them how we talk. Guys, when we talk, we sit down and we discuss things. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's show them. Okay? <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, so being offended. People don't realize how much power they give to someone by being offended. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's actually take, very true. Take bullying in school. Why do okay, take our friend Rashad? Our friend Rashad. Well, you don't know. You he, he was on a podcast. On one oh of our my podcasts. gosh! Yes, Rashad. The so amount, funny. So, <clears throat> so funny. And I learned this in school. So this is not me like being an, a, an asshole. Like I used to be the guy who was offended by everything. And guess what? People kept defending me because you know what's fun? People reacting. Oh my gosh, it's the <clears> best. So as soon as, and like I did that probably till I was about 25, 26. <clears throat> the moment I stopped reacting, people didn't try to offend me anymore. People didn't try, like, also my life got better because all of a sudden I realized, oh, how they, what they say to me, how I take that is to like respond, like that's my responsibility. Yeah. You know? And I'm still here. But at the same time, there's also, I don't, there's a danger now with this thing where people go, oh, if someone doesn't agree with them, you're just a hater. Yeah. It's It's very unhealthy. Yeah. Like you need to take on what they say and evaluate it because sometimes, yeah, they are haters. But sometimes if you went to someone like and said something that's actually wrong, like, I don't know, I go, you know what, guys, the sky is actually purple. And someone goes, you know, that's blue right and you just go oh you're a hater yeah you're not or I'm they're offended. actually saying you're wrong or like. i'm offended and i will tell you firsthand if you are stuck in this mindset good freaking luck being in a relationship unless you want to marry the same exact person that you are and never grow an ounce that's mm. what you're gonna get and you get stuck in the yes chamber like you Heck need to yeah. hear you're wrong and again back to being offended like you being offended is like it comes from anything. It's jokes. It's being told you're wrong. Of course, there's delivery. You know, like there's ways in which the person can tell you that you're wrong that is a nicer delivery. But at the same time, like my goal is always to learn. So if someone tells me I'm wrong, even if they're a dick about it, I go, well, that was a dicky way to do it. But you're right. 
Yeah. Or, okay, I don't agree with them, but I can see where they're coming from. I think that's Mm. also really important. You don't, at the end of the conversation, you don't have to change sides. Like you can talk and be in two totally different perspectives, hear one another out and leave that conversation not agreeing with one another, but hearing and understanding the other person. And that's important. You have to understand their point of view. Yeah. And, and look at like, it can come all the way from the way that they grew up, the people that they're around, their social media feed. Like in case y'all don't know, your social media feed is programmed to show you your own beliefs. Yeah. And that, that's a part of the problem too. Yeah. There's so many issues with it. Like and we, also we see like with the presidential debate. The presidential debate right can now. Can we not on episode one? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, no, can we have it, one? But that, that's about people. <laughs> this is not political. This is okay. like just again, like we see people that even run our country, <laughs> and this isn't just this debate. Okay. This is every debate we've seen for the entire of like history. The Americas. Of America and Australia, like Australia, we don't publicize the debate as big. I was gonna say, so I don't, I've not. It's seen not anything. this debate that I'm referencing. I'm referencing every debate. The problem is this debate was more childish, but yeah. it's the problem with a debate. It's not about let's help the country or let's discuss, and it's about whatever you say, you're wrong, and whatever I say, I'm right. Yeah. And then you got the other person on the other side going, whatever you say, you're wrong, and whatever I say, I'm right, and that's now trickling down to um, you know the public, and it's it's not a new thing. It's just being exacerbated. Whereas now it's just like someone disagrees and they go, you're wrong, you're a, you're a xenophobic, you're you know, homophobic, you're transphobic, you're misogynist. Like, it's so easy to sling a word at that when it's – the reality is they just don't want to hear yeah. because, you know, and the, like, the best way to diffuse someone is maybe agree with one of their points. Or just say, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. And like, you know, there are aspects of – because you don't want to yeah. you don't want to say nothing either because like my dad always taught me if you say nothing it you're means agreeing. you're agreeing yeah so you don't have to say I agree if you don't agree you can simply say I hear your point or I hear you that that can be inferred it could it, it could be if you say it in the wrong tone so yeah. what would you say would be the best way well, there is no best way. That book that we're reading at the moment, Never Split the Difference, is really Oh, my good. gosh. This book is intense. Yeah. It's not intense. Oh, intense. Would you say that's the right word? Uh, okay. It only got... It's it, effective. It got <laughs> intense the other day. I just wish I would have held this thing. Um, nah, because it, it's look weird then. Okay. It looks like you're trying to sing at a recital. Hello. <laughs> well, I'll spare them. Yeah. <laughs> his, do. his face. Please don't do this. Don't no, no, don't no, ruin no. this podcast. Don't um, no. But this book never split the difference. I was on board, and then the other day he said, "Never compromise, even in relationships." And I'm like over here about to write a lesson out for empowered compromise, and I'm like, "What is this guy talking about? What is he saying?" And he keeps going, and I don't know if I fully agree with that one because I, I do think, I don't know, I guess the more that I sit with it, the more I'm like, I guess at the end we kind of end up, we don't necessarily jump sides. That's the thing, is one person wins everything. One person wins, one person doesn't. You can't, like, so but the example you... that he uses in it for, it, okay, he says that nothing can, can, be, can be compromised because compromise no one wins, and the example that he uses in this is, a husband walks out wearing black shoes with his pants. The wife goes, no, I want you to, like, you look better with brown shoes. 
Now, a compromise would mean him wearing one black shoe, one brown shoe. And that, that, that instance, is a compromise. Yes. And that's ridiculous because now neither of them win. He looks like an idiot because he's wearing odd shoes. So he feels like an idiot. She feels like I married an idiot. So <laughs> one has to win. Either he wears black shoes and he wins and she wears brown shoes or he wears brown shoes and she wins. Now, the example that I thought, for example, with our conversation yesterday or the other day where you, you know, backstory for everyone listening is I got a little bit ticked off because Stacey says that I flirt with everyone. I say he's so flirtatious. Yes. My issue behind that is that that implies that my eye is always um, like looking elsewhere because I'm always flirting with other women. Yeah. Whereas I said to Stace, I'm like, how would you say I talk to men? And it's, you know, she said. I said flirtatious. To men? Yes, because I had a different understanding of flirtatious, but then I also used a word charming. Yes. Or no, charismatic. Mm. Charismatic was the word. So, but, and I said to Stace, I'm like, how do I talk to women that's any different to the way I talk to guys? He's so engaging. Yes. But the way in which it's perceived these days is if I'm engaged in a conversation with a woman, the opposite sex, he must be flirting. He couldn't actually genuinely be interested in a person of the other sex just for them being a person. But if I do the same tactics, the exact same tactics of listening, engaging and conversing with a guy, people go, wow, he's just a really cool dude. Not, oh, he's trying to sleep with that guy. So my issue is, and this, this, it was kind of like a bigger issue that I've had in the past brought into a thing with our marriage because I've always been accused of always flirting with women. That's another really important topic I'd like to talk about at one point. Yeah. Like I don't like – it's happened at my past jobs, which I worked at the gym. No one would ever notice if I spoke to a guy for an hour. I spoke to a, I spoke to a girl for 20 minutes. I've got people going, man, Blake, you're flirting with her for a bit. This was even when you were single. <clears throat> even when I was single. Yeah, I want to clarify and I th- that. I feel like that was even more so when I was single. But yeah. I was talky, 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 talky with everyone. But again, what people notice. So the issue back to flirtatious was, A, it undermines our relationship by Stacy saying that Blake flirts with everyone or he's flirtatious with everyone because that just means, oh, he eventually would cheat on me. Like that's the down the I road I didn't take potential. it as that until we had this conversation. Yeah. And also the definition of um, yeah, I clearly didn't know the definition. flirtatious is Blame a yoga. sexual intention <laughs> behind it. Blame so, yoga for telling me to flirt with my mat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But and so in that discussion, if you want to go with the no compromise, I got my way. Because yeah. you I then showed you why it's not the right word, the problems with it, and now you have changed your your language. Yeah, so now... Whereas compromise would have been like, all right, every second person I'll tell them you're flirtatious. <laughs> okay. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. So in so a way, he's, I kind of agree with him. My, I guess... Um, name name one thing we're 50-50 compromise with. Babies and kids. How so? Australian America. How so? Well, we're compromising on where we're going to live first off. You want to split the time. Oh, yeah. Well, that's also... It's a compromise. It's a compromise, but I wonder how it's like long-term. I do wonder because you can't just have six months of the year everywhere and keep moving the kids and changing their friends. <sighs> They'll have more friends. I have friends everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> 
All uh, time zones. You want to you you teach your kids stability awake. and consistency. Anyway, that's something that I've been thinking about anyway. Uh, but that's something okay. where we'll have to compromise. Diet. Do they eat vegan Monday to Wednesday? No. And then not vegan from Thursday to no. Sunday? Exactly. No. So there's no compromise. No, you won that one too. He wins a lot actually. And this is something. I'm not saying I don't. Like no, I, this I is, agree. This is something that you have to be careful of as a woman is. Anyway, um, it happens both ways. Mm, do you think so? Oh, yeah. uh, actually, that's true. I have seen some beat down dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to, like, this is why I talk so much about boundaries and like really getting firm and where your big morals and values are and, and setting boundaries with those. Because if you start compromising or not compromising, having the other person win, then it can become really degrading to your to yourself value. Yeah. Um, and I will say, like, I think the touchiest one for you and I is the not vegan thing. Like, I'm going to get emotional talking about it and thinking mm. about it. But in that regard, it's like I agree solely, 100%, not solely, I agree 100% with the ethics, ethical boundaries you set. Yeah. My main overlying concern is conversations of health because health is very important to me. Brain function is very healthy to me. Things that I've heard but I still cannot confirm. I'm talking about you. Oh, me being vegan. Yeah. Well, we, we tried that and I didn't feel great. But when not to vegan, I feel great. <laughs> false. Again, is that cognitive bias? False. Is that cognitive bias? False. False, false, false. How, so would, how would you explain it being false? I guess my thing is more so that when we met, it was kind of understood that you were going to go vegan. And then he was like 90% vegan. Um, and even when we met, you were like, oh, I pretty much eat plant-based anyway. Mm -hmm. And, Which um, I do. You eat a lot the of plant based. Is plants. It's only been recently that he eats meat twice a day, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, please stop. And I will tell you, I do feel differently in Australia about it. Um, America, I think I would be a no go. Absolutely elk? not. Yeah, something. Um, and y'all may call me crazy, but I kind of, he's thinking about like going with um, one of the guys from, you know, my hometown. I don't want to hunt though. Lowell, West Virginia. <laughs> and I kind of want him to go and either shoot a deer or watch them shoot a deer so that he can see what a life being taken looks like. I, I, I agree. Like, <clears throat> I'm not on the high road where I'm like, yeah, boot, 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 boot. No, he's not like that. And if uh, he was like that, I wouldn't be with him. It's all, like it's, I, I couldn't handle that. I agree that there's a distance and a like a, a distance between the death and killing um, and then eating it. Yeah. It's I, also there's a distance because we haven't been born into that. You go to anywhere else where kids are trained, like kids. They like, grow the, up like, killing. They grow up killing. Yeah, and they don't They're think immune about to that. it. Yeah, it's you know? very interesting so, when you start looking at all of that. And even just from America to here, it's a huge difference because eating tons of meat isn't a massive thing here. Like people, I mean. How so? I don't, what do you mean by that? I mean, you have, your, I don't know, maybe I'm not right in the sense of like population wise and stuff, but I don't really but find. What do you mean about eating lots of meats not a thing? I mean, like, I don't really run into that many people who are like, oh, my gosh, you need to eat meat. They're like, oh, you're vegan. Ah, oh, fair enough. Like, oh, okay. You know I what I mean? I was thinking you meant the Whereas other way around. in America, I find that when I say I'm vegan, people are like, oh, my gosh, you're going to have this done and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And it's like, 
Bro, I've been this way for eight years. Like, I don't think about it anymore. Just let me live. Well, you got to think about the whole aspect. Again, if people don't know outside of what they know. Yeah, whereas so here, here I think health is a huge thing. Like, people You've also moved really from, like, small, small-ish towns. True. West Virginia and Ohio <laughs> to Florida. Sydney. Even, even, like, some places, like, places you are in Florida... They're not I'd say Florida was actually the best. Florida, and it was, yeah. Florida was the easiest place to be vegan. Yeah, and now Sydney's easy because yeah. there's vegan. But again, it's a major city yeah. and it's a lot more progressive. And now I'm not saying progressive in the way that it's better. It just it is what it is. Yeah, there's you a know, lot like of restaurants like California's more here. progressive. There's a lot of things in California that are probably not the best. <laughs> progressive doesn't mean better. Yeah. Um, but we're looking at it. It just means sort of moving like, quickly. We're just moving in towards certain newer ideologies. Yeah. And vegan is a newer ideology. And again, like again, I want to preface it saying it's not. It's not that it's the right thing. Again, ethically, totally get it. Yeah. Totally get it. That is the one but thing that I do. But it's the health stuff that's my concern because we are omnivores, and we've evolved that way. And I, from a health point of view for myself, I just question that. Yeah. You know? But the ethics, totally on board with that. I and can it totally probably understand doesn't, that. It, I feel like too, like, and I kind of feel guilty for this because I feel like when Blake started eating more meat, it was because I stopped cooking as often. Because I was growing my business and I was working on creating my portal and everything for the women that work with me. And it's it's taken a lot more of my time. Whereas before, when I either legally couldn't work here or I was just <laughs> teaching a couple yoga classes, I had time to make food. There is something though, and you don't, well, I don't think you believe me, maybe perhaps because you do not want to believe me. I only have a small piece of like red meat. You used to. That's what I mean. Now it's like two slabs of chicken or. or it's always been two things of chicken, but red meat's always been small. Yeah, red meat's Red very meat, small. and that's only like once every two weeks. Yeah. But I do notice when I eat red meat, I feel great for the next 40, 48 well, hours. And, and there is like, it's, 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 I can't explain it. I can just feel it. Like when you do exercise, you feel better. But again, I wouldn't get in the habit of having that regularly because then also the health wise, having regular red meat can also be quite um, taxing on your your liver and your, your organs. Yeah. So it's not like, uh, again, I'm not ever going like I'm pro meat. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah, I, I value the overall health and brain functions are a large thing of that too and animal products. My brain ones. functions really well. Just because I didn't learn English <laughs> just because I didn't learn English as a child doesn't mean my brain function isn't there. It's, 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 like I said, it's just there's certain I'm things very that well have been brought to in, attention. In the spiritual realm of things. <laughs> Just yeah. daily life, I have a hard time with. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I, again, like I'm not saying like I know the answers. When people yeah. tell me like this is what happens, it's like, dude, you're not a scientist. And you also like the the, the data is still there's propaganda in the meat industry. There's propaganda in the vegan industry. Like there's all this sort of stuff. That is true. I will say on both sides, there you can find whatever answers you are seeking, and it's not always the best. Yeah. We've got to change the camera again. One second. Oh my God. We, could, we could do this for five hours, but we're, we're going to just show up weekly for you guys. And, yeah. and it's not going to be um, – we've already discussed this. We're going to actually record every single week, so it's fresh topics. It's not 
um, batched episodes where we're sitting down with a <coughs> bullet point list. And there might be some, so, I mean, obviously this one's been very all over the shop. Yeah, we'll get a little bit more organized <coughs> probably. Yeah, but I think organic conversation is necessary too. It's how we talk. How most people talk. No one really sits on one topic too long. Truth. <clears throat> but let if us know in the comments, guys. Um, we'll probably wrap this one up now. As you can tell, the main story... Or DM that, me on Instagram. That's our, probably the best, actually. Yeah, our main thing is don't act like you know what everything. Yeah. Because we don't. And what I believe was true yesterday, I'll find out it's wrong tomorrow or what's wrong today is right tomorrow. And the beautiful part <laughs> is he's willing to open and change his mind and or just acknowledge someone else. And I yeah. think that's really beautiful. Oh, grazie, babe. Mm. You flirting with me? I am. Oh, cute. Or am I being <coughs> charismatic or charming with you? No, you definitely flirting <laughs> with me. We never, we never solved that. Oh, uh, yeah. I know. No, we did. You, you don't use flirtation. We don't no, but I now my word is I say, oh, he's such a charmer. Yeah, and that's fine. See? Yeah. No one goes, such oh, he's trying to sleep with people. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Just, just me. Yes. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, yeah, but guys, make sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss out on more stuff like this. Oh, is this your podcast? Are I'm, you signing, I'm <laughs> signing, signing us out? Do you want to do that? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll do this one because I'm the least. I've done a few before, so and then we will we we will get Stacey's doing it super super easy. Anything scripted, I am a no go. I'm. Uh, it's not that hard. But I'm just telling them subscribe. Please hit that like button because that does help the algorithm. Yeah, do that. And tell your friends that this is going to be the number one relationships podcast because. We just want to be raw. We're a real raw relationship. Real raw like your Stop capsicum. it. Stop it. I was going to say a vegan food. Keep your... You're that part for sure. You're the lust section. I'm the lust. Oh, did we just throw him for a loop? Maybe. <laughs> Can you at least say goodbye to your followers saying it's not my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good start. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to think. Like, what do I want to call you all? We'll think babes. about that later. Well, babes. Thank you so much, babes, for watching and, and listening to another episode of Love, Lust, and In Between. We'll see you next time. She talks like such a radio host sometimes, doesn't she? I love it. Yeah. Today in six news. Stop. I'm either infomercials or radio. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like the sex person on, on radio shows. See, wow, this plan. And we, right. will, we will get Babe, into we that. Have to go <laughs> okay. We'll say goodbye to him seven times oh now. Oh my gosh. Goodbye okay. for good. Love you guys. She does too. Love you too. No, she lusts you. Bye. Okay, bye.